1: to God, glory to God. This is the whole truth and nothing but the Truth Radio broadcast. And we're coming to you live once again from Atlanta, Georgia. And <laughs> glory to God. You know, we have to thank God for all the things that are going on today. We have to thank God. You know, you know, we have to thank God sometimes for the good and yes, we have to thank God sometime for the bad. Because in 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 seeing that you know, we see the full purpose of God. You know, uh, all right. This is the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Radio broadcast. Uh, as you all know, right here in Atlanta, Georgia, we're dealing with the COVID virus, and we're dealing with with all of these issues, right? And and the governor is is suing the mayor of Atlanta, uh, Keisha Lance Bottom, uh, about her, you know, putting the city on alert. About her taking the city back to stage one About making it mandatory For us to wear masks And basically what she's saying Is, is you know it's too early For us to be getting out here uh, You know opening back Up the city and and uh, And And going about business As usual What she's saying is that okay yeah Okay we're going to open back up the city But you know we need to wear Mask. we need to protect ourselves we need to practice social distancing and all of these things to prevent the you know the spread of this COVID virus i mean you know this thing has been hidden close to home you know at first i i took it you know i t- kind of took it for granted like oh yeah whatever you know uh um, you know me coming from a military background being in nuclear biological chemical warfare i'm like oh man the only way you can use a biological agent is it has to be employed? You gotta, you gotta come in contact with that biological agent. You gotta touch something. You gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta come in contact with the virus. And so I, I kind of dismissed it, but now that I'm seeing that it's, these things are kind of hitting close to home, you know, uh, uh, you know, we got we got people that are dying that I know of. So, uh, so we're gonna have to take that a little more seriously. All right, today on our broadcast, I'm kind of trying to feature a a, a brilliant young sister uh, that's uh, that's that's working in the ministry, that's working in the in the fashion world, that's working in uh, in so many in so many uh, different areas, and and we're gonna try to bring her on today to interview her to hear from the mother's side. Of how we're dealing with all of these mass protests and, and the COVID virus, and and how how do we just maintain in the midst of that, you know, fulfilling the promises and the word of God. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth, radio broadcast, and we're coming to you live today from Atlanta, Georgia, with nothing but the whole truth. Uh, <clears throat> all right, do I have my do I have my call on the line? Yes, you
2: do. Good morning, Man of God.
1: Good morning, woman of God. How you doing?
2: I'm fine. Thank you for asking. Thank you for having me.
1: Glory to God. Glory to God. I, I just want you. I just want you to tell a little bit about you know, give your testimony. Tell a little bit about yourself and and, and how you got started in the ministry and 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 uh, and, and and what's going on today. And and I and, and she's calling us from uh from from Texas, and I'm here in Atlanta, so. So go ahead,
2: Martha Uh, Once again, thank you so much for having me Uh, It's it's a blessing to greet you and everyone on this radio show Again, good morning um, to everyone in Texas Good afternoon to everyone in Atlanta, Georgia Thank you for having me Um, I just wanted to make sure that everybody understands In this time right now Everyone must rise up together and stand together We're dealing with So many issues. We're dealing with um, race issues. We're dealing with bias issues. We're dealing with uh, people um, losing money, gaining money. Uh, We're dealing with people losing their life. We're dealing with people who are trying to figure out who they are in life. There's so many things that we're dealing with, or or youth, uh, whether it's little boys, little girls. uh, You know, we're dealing with um, people who are trying to take them from us. Um and people who are trying to um teach them things that that we're not teaching them, so again, one of the things that I can tell well, any mother
1: well, well let me let me jump in here before you go further you know you know and, and we're also dealing with bible prophecy right now, my sister Correct. I, mean, I mean I mean if we go to Genesis if we go to Genesis the fifteenth chapter, the thirteenth verse. It says that, know for surely, he told Abraham, know for surely that your children, that your descendants are going to go into captivity for 400 years in a strange land. But after that 400 years, God was going to deliver his people, and he was going to judge the nation that judged them. And that's what we're going through right now in America. So go ahead, I didn't mean to cut you off, but... That's but I wanted to throw that in there because we are we are we are dealing with real bible prophecies right now today
2: we are we are we're dealing with them right now in this very hour, and it's it's very crucial that every mother, every father comes together. And support one another uh, Whether you like each other or not It's not about our differences It's about coming together Standing strong as a family And continue to uh, move through this movement This is a movement That we must uh, get to the other side Because if we don't We will be left uh, And not be able to uh, see the prophecies come forth And be able to enjoy What God has for us on the other side There is another sign that is coming, and we have to prepare each and every single one of us as well as our children. So it's very important. As a mother and father, I strongly suggest you come together. Whatever differences you have, Make a men come together, join forces together. Um if you have to even um come over, spend more time or uh, come together and live together, do that. Whatever it takes to make your family stand strong. I suggest you do that because you're better together than alone.
1: Okay, okay, we're picking up we're picking up a lot of background noise. Okay, oh, okay. but can you can you Okay. Uh can you tell can you tell us about some of the things that you've been doing uh with your ministry? In, in Thank Texas? Thank you. Um
2: so I yes, I can. And um I just wanted to to share with you October 3rd, Beverly Hills Women's Club, I am hosting a and luncheon. It's free for everyone to come and attend. Uh, we will have it again on October 3rd, Beverly Hills, California. At the um, Beverly Hills Women's Club. It's called Beautiful You. It's everything to do with the woman oh, from like head to toe. Men are welcome to come as well. Yes, we will have some amazing speakers such as myself, um, other people in the industry such as um, Gia. And um, Gia is an amazing Hollywood makeup artist. We will also have. Amazing Hollywood makeup artist, celebrity artist. Uh, she's a hairstylist. Her name is Nicole Butler. Uh, we would definitely have amazing men okay. me as well. Um, he's an amazing designer as well as a motivational speaker. His name is Aubrey Ward. He's right there as well in California. Nicole Butler's out of uh, Baltimore, Maryland, and um, Gia as well. Um, she's actually out of California. Of course, I'm out of Texas. And uh, we have some amazing uh, men be really well, speaking. Um, go ahead.
1: No, what? What? Okay. I I, I mean, what do what do what do you plan on achieving uh, by putting on this event? What What's the goal?
2: Thank you. I'm going to just that. Um, the things that we want we will achieve. will be highlighting how women are going to be able to be transformed mentally, physically, and spiritually. This conference is highlighting battered women. If you've ever been in a situation um, or know someone that's been in a situation, we're going to be highlighting women. Uh, we're going to have some attorneys that join me that are going to be able to uh, talk with you and see how they can support you and represent you. If you're dealing with okay. any type of violence, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll also be dealing um, with some amazing photographers. Uh, Jack, he's an amazing photographer out of, um, out of Arizona, um, he's going to be coming and uh, revamping uh, what you think may have been used. We're going to do some makeovers, um, being able to transform some women, and let them know that no matter what, what you've been through, mm. surgery, you're still beautiful, and uh, you uh-huh. are still the man or woman that God has made you to be, no matter what sure. you've been through. And um, we're More going to be having some amazing vendors that's going to come and help um, transform who you are uh, from head to toe, makeup, um, hair. Wow. Facial, um, you know, makeovers, and of course, uh, we will have a fashion show showing women how you can dress and how you can definitely make it.
1: And you and you and you're featuring the designers in that. You know, we we do that. Exactly. You know, when we hold when we hold the uh, SCLC uh, Stop the Violence Love Fest, we, we 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 highlight fashion and we highlight the designers. And look, it is it is it is phenomenal. I mean, I mean the to, to see the looks on the people's faces. I mean, it's a powerful linking and networking event, and that seems like what you all got going on. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful.
2: But yes, on, and but I would like to join moment. you for so the next one you have. Let me
1: know. Oh yeah, oh yeah. The Love Fest is. It's, I mean, it's it's a powerful event. But now, but now on on a serious note talk to our mothers, talk to our daughters. I mean, let you know, where do, we, where do we stand at now and during these times that we're dealing with the mass protests, we're dealing with our children being shot down in the streets, we're dealing with the COVID virus, we're dealing with so many different fronts. What would you say to our mothers and our daughters out there today?
2: I definitely want each and every mother to, to educate her daughter, her son, um, anyone that's in the family that was, that's going to be able to listen. Um, educate um, your, youth, um, your children because if we do not educate them, then they're going to be just walking without, you know, blind, them blind walking with no guidance. Um, even me, I have a daughter who's 13, just going to be 14 next week. Me as a mother, I, I accepted this challenge over the weekend to do more, be better, whatever it takes to, to get her to understand I love her. And I got to do whatever it takes for me to guide her because I birthed her. And since I birthed her, this is a product I'm putting into the world. And it, it's Lord nothing God. that the world wants to be a part of or I want to be a part of. And it has to do with me, the mother. So I have, to, it's my responsibility to educate her. On every level, whether it. it's it has to do with no one wants to talk about sex or no one wants to talk about mm-hmm. drugs or nobody wants to talk about, you know, human trafficking. Yep, but we but have you, to. No one wants to talk about those the things. Know, their loved to be talking about. Street. Yes. Mm-hmm. But we have to mm-hmm. talk about these things so that mm-hmm. we can educate them so they can be men and women of quality. So we must educate each and every single one of us um, as women because it starts with the mother. Yes, the father has a lot to do with it, but the mother, she's, she's a mirror image of the mother in the mental, physical, and spiritual realm. And so you have to really, really get a hold of yourself and remember who you were back when she was this age or even think or imagine because I know times have changed. It's nothing like it was in the past. I get them. and you can't teach what you were taught in the past. These times are different, so you have to go around a different angle, a different way, a different approach to be able to reach our young women, and it's so imperative that we do what it takes to understand that if we do not guide them, someone else is going to guide them and may not guide them in the direction uh-huh. they need to be. So whether it's a male or female daughter or son that you have, we have to educate them. We have to continue to guide them, even though they feel like they know it all. It's our duty as a mother to guide them and to
1: protect them. Yeah, because the word of God, the word of God, lets us know that there's nothing new that's under the sun. That all of this stuff Correct. that they, you know, that our youth they think is new to them, but you know, we've already been through all of that. We've already seen all that. We've already, we've already, you know, passed through those through those things. And, and although you know, you know they have a feeling like, um, yeah, you know, uh, it's a different day, it's a different time. Well, I have to, I have to agree to disagree with them. You know, the word of God is absolute. It's the same yesterday, it's the same today, and it's the same forevermore. Now, how we, how we relate that to this new generation? Uh, I tell the preachers all the time that. You know, pastors, our pulpits have changed. You know, it, it, we, we can't just continue to do things how we did things in the past by meeting at the church and doing everything centered around the church. You know, right now, you know, online ministries, uh, you know, uh, preaching through uh, meeting with the, the congregation through the Zoom, you know, we're we we in, we in a whole new era. So how do, how do we translate that to, to ministry today? And it seems like you're doing an outstanding job on reaching out to our females, on reaching out to our, our women to let them know that they are special.
2: Thank you. Um, again, you can never do enough because there's so many amazing men and women um, who create beautiful children uh, around the world. It's it's never going to be enough. I, I would like for people to join me. Um, again, God's word, Matthew eighteen, uh, chapter eighteen, verse twenty. Um, God in His word, when two or more come together, there He is in a midst. So any time they were able to come together and pray together and pray for strength, Good pray God. for um, mm-hmm. yes, pray for unity. There He is, and He's going to will it because it's in His will of God to to flourish, to prosper, to to be better so he's always going to will that for our lives. And so speaking of, you know, this time right now, if we just come together, humble ourselves, and pray before him, he's going to give us the education, the knowledge, the wisdom, the strength to come together and do what we need to do and get over this hump. Because, again, this is not going to last forever. We're going to see the new amazing prophecies um, and things that God has for us. So we just, again, need to stand together and embrace our children. Educate them. I cannot speak enough on that. Educate them to understand this is what we've done in the past. This is what we're doing now. Some things have changed, but the same strategy has to, again, move forward. And again, it's all about what? coming together. It doesn't matter what color you are, what race you It doesn't matter male or female, how old you are, how young you are. It's all about coming together. In the past, when you look the Martha Luther King, you look hey. at Malcolm X, Everybody came together with power and authority. If you do not come together with power and authority, you're not going to be able to move further in this new generation coming forth, this new property coming forth, this new day and age coming forth. You're not going to be able to come to forth. You have to come t- together and stand.
1: Okay. So, so, so in the, in the, in the fashion industry, and I mean, I know you're big in in TV and radio. You're doing a lot of things over there, okay? What what do you see? What do you see us as the church? Okay, I mean, ain't it funny that okay the liquor stores never close. The liquor stores never close. <laughs> the, <stores> <laughs> uh, the, the WalMarts and the Krogers and the you know the Wayfield Foods and all of those places like that. Which they caught, which they deem essential, they never closed down. But why do you think the enemy had it so that the church would close its doors? Where did the church stand in all of this mess that's going on today?
2: Again, we go back to the scripture that I said. Uh, again, Matthew. Um, I was saying that when, when when two or more come together, there he, there he is in a mess. So any time the enemy can break apart male oh, or female, or even just women groups, men groups, mm-hmm. you break them apart. There is no God. If you're not able to serve God, you're not able to do what? Come together and have peace and have harmony. You're going to have destruction. You're going to have people, kids, disobedience. You're going to have um, things that we're having dealing with right now. So that's one of my things that, um, you know, a big end. You got to understand, this is the things that are coming God spoke of it God you know, God said in his word The Bible is going to be no more You got to have that in your heart It comes to where you have to know God Not only from your heart But in your walk with God So that way you can still preach the word of God Without even having a Bible with you
1: mm-hmm. Glory so to God And so right
2: now, I believe we're in that time Again, whether you have your Bible with you or not You should know your scriptures If you don't, get it down, fast. There's a bunch Idol preachers that I don't know, but I know them in my heart. When I begin to remember, when I begin to quote them, they come back. And so if we were able to not even be in a church wall, but God said in His Word again, I'm, I'm bigger than the, the four, there are four walls in this church. So you have to remember higher level how we're, how, how we're thinking. Mm-hmm. Is not just in the four walls. That's why That's I do right. this ministry called Walking on Waters. Anywhere you're able to walk and speak the word of God, you should go. It does not have to manifest in the four walls of a church. Church is
1: everywhere. And that's the thing. That's the thing. You know, (laughs) I received a whole lot of criticism, you know, back in like 2007 when I was saying, look, God is compelling the church. He's he's commanding the church. You got to come outside those four walls. And do the work of God the work of God is outside of those four walls okay and and, and everybody was like oh man he go grab get, get he' talking that talking that <laughs> talking that trash again about us yeah yes and now we see how important it is you know uh, for us to, to to engage our people outside of those four walls because they are hurting. they are going through so many things. And, and we have to ask the question: Where's the church? And all of this that's going on right now, where is the church? I, I think my colleagues out in Cobb County, and uh, and and here in the city of Atlanta, they had they hosted a march while all the other uh, Black Lives Matter was marching and everything. The church actually came together and they hosted a march where. They all went down to a certain location and prayed. you know and it was more than it was more like more than two or three hundred people out there and what they did they just they marched together, they came together and they prayed together. Can you imagine what it would be like if all of the churches, let's say in, in, in Houston, Texas or in Dallas, Texas or in Atlanta or in, in Athens You know, just say if all of the churches came together, black, white, Hispanic, Oriental, whatever, okay? But imagine if the whole body of Christ came together at one time, in one place, and prayed. I think it would shake the foundations of the heaven.
2: I I agree with you 100%, but you know what? We can definitely um, reality. The true believers, we're already doing that right now, and how we're doing that in the spirit, you must Move in the spirit. Whether you are with someone right now in person okay, or not, you have to about be that. moving. Yes, uh-huh. yes. The body of Christ, um, there, are, there are amazing, amazing men and women that are standing right now in the spirit that is fighting for every single one on this earth. I'm one of them. I'm standing in prayer in the spirit, fighting for every single one of us on this earth. I'm getting hit left and right, but that's what happens mm-hmm. when you are a woman such as myself, or any other woman or man in this in this industry in the in the kingdom of God. You're going to get hit. You're going to get blasted. But you know what? God said what? I'm there. In His mm-hmm. words, if you are for, if, if if you, if I'm for you, then who could be against you? So I continue to stand on that. I'm getting hit left and right, but I'm standing oh, yeah. because what? It's for God's glory and his purpose for my life and for everyone else's life. So we have to stand in the spirit. It doesn't matter about where you are in the world, national, international, you must stand in the spirit and continue to fight as a prayer warrior. That is your job, especially if you're a prayer warrior. You have to stand in the gap and pray and intercede for all this to manifest and come through. So you must stand in the spirit wherever you are. It doesn't matter where you're at. You don't have to be in the same state. You don't have to be the same country. But you are to lead in prayer and press and deliver what God wants you to deliver in the spirit realm as well as the natural. Because what's loose in heaven is loose on earth.
1: Because if you're, standing up for, if you're standing up for Jesus, if you're standing up for the Lord, you know, you're going to suffer persecution. You're going to go through some things. The world is going to attack you. And, the, I mean, the enemies and the enemies of God, they're going to definitely come at you. I mean, they're going to definitely come at you. They're going to attack you financially, I mean, emotionally, in any other kind of way. Okay, let's see. Uh, 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 Minister Simmons, do we have uh, – I'm speaking to our producer now. If if we have any callers on the line that want to ask her any questions or make any comments at this
0: time? Uh, Not yet. Um, So far – I'm not sure of the activity on social media, but as far as the phone line uh not at this time okay all right so 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 my
1: sister, tell us about tell us about your ministry, okay, and about uh how you all got started and and what are some of the things that you all are doing right
2: now. Thank you very much um again, right now, we are focusing on prayer. Um, I cannot express that enough, prayer, praying in the spirit, moving and um, silence, staying fast and making sure that um, when we are come up against such as things, whether it's personal, business, or even, you know, globally standpoint, we must continue to pray and speak um, in our heavenly tongues to be able to work against this warfare that we're actually are in. We are in warfare. And, um, as an individual woman um, and, and mother and, and um, in the ministry, um, we can never do enough prayer. We can never uh, come together as, as a group of women or a group, period, in the body of Christ and continue to love and embrace one another, whether it's in ministry, uh, reading the Bible, or just, you know, sharing food or clothes. Uh, we must continue to do that. And so I intend on doing that by um, having prayer Um, during the week or the weekend or in person um, or even just, you know, with small groups of people that are um, not with uh, COVID-19. Because, again, Mm -hmm. that is a a big stipulation that we are dealing with. But during that time, again, God said in his word that um, we are healed by his stripes. And I believe that. So, yes, sometimes, you know, you may see me, believe it or not, without a mask because you know what i'm covered in the blood and i continue to cover my car my house with the blood i've been to florida and i'm not speaking um to be cocky or or to be you know um oh, that it's not real covid 19 is real but i went to florida i've been i stayed there for a week we, we we see all over the world that is heavily populated with the covid 19 i came there I wanted peace, I wanted understanding, I wanted clarity, I wanted to hear from God. And when I said, Lord, before I step my foot on this plane, I know you're gonna cover me. I'm not gonna go in fear. I'm not gonna worry about what I can get, what I can't get, um, as far as a virus or, or anything like that. And I and I said, I know you're for me. So I went on this on this trip. I had an amazing time. I had some challenges, don't get me wrong, but I had an amazing mm-hmm. time. I knew that God allowed me to go and to see the physical when I came back. Um, I have to be honest with you, I'm alive, I'm well, um, I'm not running no temperature, um, I'm not having any cold flashes, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> any of those of things. And I'm um, to pray over me because we. I've been to Miami, I've been to Fort Lauderdale, um, and so we, we've covered some really amazing places in Florida. And they say, it's, again, it's the heavy populated. So, again, mm-hmm. you walk in the spirit. You talk in the spirit, you live in the spirit, and you cannot be touched no matter what the devil has put on this world, in this world. So with that, I just want to encourage everyone to definitely uh, understand that when you walk with power and authority, there's nothing in the world that can touch you unless the Lord rules it.
1: Amen. And and, and, and we're 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 not... You know, tempting God in any kind of way, you know, because you know we have to be safe and we have to use wisdom in everything that we do. You know, I, you know, I, I, I keep preaching and I keep teaching the people that you know we're in a time like, like where, 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 I, I remember the Halot <clears throat> Rahab, you know, that took in the spies from Israel. You know, and hid them in a house, and uh, and, uh, and 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 she asked them for. She asked them. She said, you know, we've se- we've heard about what happened in Egypt. We've seen the power of God. That's that's you know that's over you people. She said. So when y'all take this city, she said, you know what what's going to happen to me? And and they told her. They said, okay, the same Scarlet Thread that you let us down out of out of out of your house with, if you have that same scarlet thread hanging on your door, you say we'll pass over. We'll pass over your house, meaning that, you know, if you go get, and so what she did, she went and got everybody. She went, and not only did she go and get her family members, hear what I'm saying, Church of a Living God, not only did she go and get her family members and get them in her house, but she went out into the streets, y'all, and she began to ask anybody that wanted to be saved. She told them to come into her house. She told them to come into her house. And I think it's time for us to 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 stay indoors and to do what we have to do. Do what we have to do until this pestilence pass over. I think it's you know I think it's time for us to come back home. To come back home to. The reality of who God is and what God is in our lives, and it's time for us to gather our loved ones, like you were saying earlier. It's time for us to educate our people about the truth, and that's what we have to do amen all right all right so 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 tell us about the uh uh walking on waters the walking on waters, the ministry walking on is the waters. Ministry that you all started.
2: Yes, Walking on Waters. I started with my ex-husband eight and a half years ago, actually um, over ten years ago now, and he was a minister, amazing man of God, and um, we created Walking on Waters Ministries. And the Lord had told me in the very beginning that you will you will be able to uh, travel and and cross the nation, I mean seas, and um, and so I'm thankful that. I want to not only do just that, but do anything I can locally. Um, but I was taught um, walk by faith and not by sight. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter where it's at. When you are called to preach, you preach. At first I was like, oh, I don't want to go here. I don't want to go there. But when you <laughs> said yes. You know, you, you don't have a say so where you go, where you travel. And, again, when you are traveling, you cross water. you cross cities, you cross uh, states. It doesn't matter. You are preaching the word of God. And so I'm thankful to be able to do that. So in 2020, later on this fall, and mm-hmm. in 2021, you'll be seeing me doing more speaking events uh, where I'm traveling and I'm ministering. So um, that's where I'm going uh, with I'm doing in my life. I won't be doing so much uh, of the clothing or anything like that, but I will continue to mentor uh, men and women because that's my one of my callings. But um you would definitely see me more uh preaching and, and minister to men and women around the world and youth for that matter.
1: Mhm. Mm hmm. And that and that's and that's the that's the that's where I see you know, it's an amazing thing that the church doors were closed, right? Because that sent us back to the basics. I remember I remember when I first started pastoring the life in Christ, uh, you know, that church at literally started that church literally started in my living room, okay, it literally started in my living room, and you know what I and mean, we we saw more signs and wonders, we saw more miracles at that time you know at the at the birthing of that church than than we did any other time. I mean, we saw the power of God. I mean, it, it was it was an amazing thing, and so by by the church doors being closed, I think that kind of made us go back and center and focus on the basics. I think God has taken us back to the basics, you know, to put yes, Him first because I, I because we somehow put those churches before God. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, no, I just wanted to let you know I definitely agree with
2: you what you're saying. Going back to the basics.
1: Amen. Amen. And 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 so and so and so what do you see what do you see for the as as far as as far as our as far as our youth is concerned as far as as far as we as a nation of people uh a black nation you heard about the stuff that happened with um, uh what is his name Nick Cannon when he came out and said that we are the true uh Hebrew Israelites and all that and uh, the backlash that he received, he lost his contracts, he lost everything. Then he had to come out and make a formal apology. Okay, what's wrong with the world? Okay, they know who we are. They they know where we came from. They they what what do you, what is your view on on all of that as far as us being, you know, called the children of God, and uh, and uh, what do you see? What do you foresee? You know. Uh, uh, Coming to pass with that?
2: Um, I think that uh, first and foremost, um, Nick Cannon, I think um, again, he has to um, really, really as a man stick to what he said and what he agrees on. Um, no matter what I people agree. think about him,
1: yeah, I think he yeah. should
2: um, stand on that and agree to it. Yep. But again, you got to remember the industry that he's in, they, they don't set that. Uh uh-huh. so Hollywood. And so, again, whether you was Hollywood or not, you must stand for what you believe in. Um, again, he has to eat. He has to uh, feed his family. And so, again, he apologized. But as a real man of God, you do not apologize for what you believe in. You do not sacrifice for what you believe in, and according to that, what he has done. So I believe that you have to stand in for what you believe in, whether you... Or, or you have to die for it, or you have to live for it, um, you must stand in what you believe. And if you believe that you are true real Is life, okay, then that's what it is. But it, it says in God's Word, when you look up um, what um, that is, yes, that is what African-American uh, men and women are. Um, I'm, of course, many different races, but I'm not going to just clarify one different race. I'm many races, for that matter, so um, I don't... Put myself in a thought, um, but yes, I do believe that um, he should have stood by his his first original um, train of thought, which was he believes that um, African Americans are um, true, real, um, real is right. I think that's definitely what he should have stood by.
1: Well, well, I mean, and 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 you know, the Word of God said that you know. That he was going to cease us from being a nation. That he was going to scatter the tribe of Judah throughout the world, and 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 we see all of those prophecies taking place now. And we are literally we are literally living in that time when you know the first slave ships came here in sixteen nineteen, August sixteen nineteen, and and our four hundred years ended in exactly you know. Uh, you know, August uh, 2019 that marked the end of our 400 years of of, of suffering yes. in this country, and and now immediately we're we'll beginning to see, you know, the hand of God. You know, the, the word of God said in, in Genesis 15 chapter, uh, the 13 14 verses said that yeah, He was going to He was going to deliver us as His people, but the nation that afflicted us, the word of God said that God was going to afflict that nation. So, 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 yeah. so we're preaching a new gospel today. We're telling our people to come ye out from among them and be ye separate. You can't save America. Black America, you can't save America from the judgment that they're getting ready to go through, just like America couldn't save us from the 400 years of persecution that we had to go through. So what are your thoughts on that?
2: Wow, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot to, first of all, to um, endure, uh, to even think about, to, to even um, just have one side. You know, so many levels to this. Um, to be honest with you, um, I really don't get caught up into black, white, you know, Asian, um, I want to say, differences. I believe that there's only one race, which is a human race. Okay. So whether you are, you know, um, African-American, yes, I, I do believe that they definitely um, need their own nation, that the Native Americans um, have their own nation. Um, you look at different, you know, the um, different other cultures, they have their own nation. Yes, I do believe it's time for the African-Americans to um, have their own nation. I do believe that within United Nations, um, <laughs> I think definitely that needs to come to pass. I think it's time. I think it's time for justice. I think it's time for understanding. But again, you must also remember um, that it's not going to be easy, but God said in his word that he will deliver it in 400 years. So I expect everybody to expect great things after this 400 years marches up and see what God has. And if they can just humble themselves and come together and see what God has, they'll be really, really um, excited and um, really seeing the great things that God has come and has for them if they truly believe who they are. They love to embrace who they are first and understand where their, their heritage, where they came from. Not saying they, but everybody has to understand and agree in order to move. Okay. For purpose. Okay.
1: Well, 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 you know, in that sense, in that sense, God, you know, God, he chose a people. And and that's the thing that uh that that's hard for people to wrap their mind around. He he did choose a particular people, and according to his word, you know he's going to separate them. Even in the book of Revelation, where it talks about the hundred and forty-four thousand, God is, has chosen a particular people, and uh, and and we are we are part of that chosen people that God have chosen, and so now so now when we talking about when we're talking about the, you know, the the world of fashion, and we're talking about the the Hollywood industry, the industry of entertainment, and and you know what we're doing right now on this talk show, you know, uh, as far as our people are concerned, right? I see a change. I see a, I see a major change. Okay, and and the way in the way our young women. And the way our older women, the, the way they're dressing, the way, you know, the, the fashion is speaking out, you know, as they're getting more like Afrocentric, I see a lot of more Afrocentric, I see the hairs being covered, I see, you know, I see a transition, and I wanted to get your opinion about where you think we're heading, you know, for fashion-wise, as Black America, particularly, okay, you know, you know, we get so much criticism about our girls being out that bucket naked, you know, with the with the short shorts and the, <laughs> what they call them all that, what they call them things. <laughs> the uh, the the okay, like I was inside the inside of the, uh, the the shopping center the other day, and 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 I saw the young lady come in there. She had on her pajama bottom right and she had on a halter top right navel exposed okay no no underwear no nothing like that just in the store just like that with just the just the uh, uh, pajama pants on walking around like it was nothing <laughs> I mean so, yes, so I, I... go ahead no please
2: please uh, go ahead
1: yeah. So 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 so, what kind of fashion statement is that? I, I see I see I see. On one hand, I see a conservative, you know, Afrocentric look out that is very beautiful, and then we see our girls out there bucket naked, wearing whatever. Yeah.
2: Um. You 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 see many many things. Again, that it's a level. Um, everything has a level. It has an underlining. Um, you, you see a woman that doesn't care She gave up on who she is Who she thought she was Who she is now And so with that That's what she, she actually expresses to the world She doesn't care She doesn't care what's going on With herself, with life itself She doesn't care Because if she did, she would dress better And be better um, Appealing to the world So that. Well, that's my take on that. We have I, to I, get away to care again.
1: Well I think they I think they think that's sexy. I think that they, they I mean they, they definitely getting everybody's Come on. attention. Let
2: me, let me ask you a question. Do you really think that's
1: sexy? As as a man? Huh?
2: Do you really think that is sexy?
1: Come on now. Oh, it will catch your it'll catch your attention. It'll definitely catch your attention. Okay, I mean, but that's not the question. White.
2: The question is do you think it's sexy? That the answer no. and You and I both know The answer is no And it, it's no. I am killing Yes no. And that's what she wants Is attention See again There's different levels It's levels Of what It is levels where you, Of where her mind Is at So therefore She doesn't care Where's some old women <laughs> she attention so that way There's
1: some old can women out there? some old women Out there In them booty shorts too now <laughs>
2: Again, talking uh, about and you know they know better. You know they know better, but what? They don't <laughs> care. They're trying to do what? Get attention.
1: And so where do you see so, our fashion headed?
2: I again, mean, our I leaders, mean, our fashion leaders have to lead them in a positive direction where the women do feel sexy, but in a very um, good way. Um, where they're not exposing their whole body just to get attention or just to get a phone call or a dinner date or some money in their pocket because someone told them they're beautiful. We have to already let them know you're beautiful. The, the extra clothes that you put in your body is making you more beautiful, more filling. So we as fashion designers in this industry must recreate the image. And how are you going to do that? It's by showing them what's appropriate's not. It doesn't matter what people wear all over the world. Everybody cannot wear mm-hmm. everything. So as a fashion designer, as a as a leader or as just as a woman, period. There's a way that you can actually make some things make sexual, um um I mean look sexual that's not sexual is how you wear it.
1: Okay, Nasis so but so so now, now we saying, must now. educate aga educate saying?
2: each one another.
1: Okay, so what you saying now, we're need, we got, going to have to go back to the old holiness day, skirt down to your ankles, uh, you know, all this and all that. Uh, I, hey, I you know what, believe it or not, they, they, I'm
2: not saying that at all. I'm saying they have that, but it's how you wear it. When it's a see-through dress uh, where you have something underneath it. It's the way that you wear it. It's a way that a woman wears a garment that will definitely um, show what she's trying to to. To, to express that's all I'm saying, you can matter whatever you whatever you wear, a woman puts on it doesn't matter. she can still be sexy, fleet, and classy is how she wears it
1: well well and and I don't necessarily agree with the you know you know with the dress code of the church today, when we're talking about the body of Christ, you know it's like free for all now you can come into the church with jeans on, you can come on. Dressed like this, dressed like that. Me, I believe that when I come before the Lord, I'm going to come before Him in my best. You know, if I if, if I if I'm going to dress up to go out here to impress the secular world, then surely when I come into the house of God, I'm going to come in there with my best. Although although I know God ain't interested in the clothes, He's interested in saving. So, but but what are your stance on that? On the fashion in the church today. How let that well, go. I, there's
2: a couple things. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple things I, I want you to hear me out. God said come as you are. So guess what? What if, that's, what if that's all she has? Are you still going to give her the word of God? Then educate her so that way she can do better. Are you going to give her money? Or are you going to give her clothes? Do so We talk about women and men dressing crazy in the church, but that's what not. That's, he didn't, God to talk about, how they look. He said, what? Deliver my word. When you deliver my my word, the word is in them. Then God will give them insight, how they're supposed to dress. But your main focus is to deliver the word. It doesn't matter what they have on. You deliver the word. Yes, okay, it's prerogative. Okay, but guess what? Give her the word. Feed her the word first. The word is going to move in her to do better. But she doesn't know better." How do you expect to hear the word, to see the word, to do the word if the word is not in her?
1: Yeah, I, I know. I you know, cannot I've be biased. It,
2: okay. Yeah, you, you cannot be biased and say who you going to get the word to. God does not work that mm-hmm. way. So when we when we look on the other hand, okay, women that do have um, money, they can dress, wearing skirts or jeans that you can see their, their thong in the chair hmm Knowing they should cover that shirt so they don't see that. Or wearing inappropriate skirts that's going to be pretty much, you know, um, right there with a the pin, Or wearing skirts with no drawers on.
1: Uh-huh.
2: At church. Wearing drawers with no dresses. Come on.
0: Hey, Again, brother, Can I chime in for a second? The
2: word is the word.
0: Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Mister Simon. He wants to now, chime now, in. I'll let the sister finish. I'll finish her statement. I want to chime in for a second. Go ahead, sister. I'm sorry. Sister oh. hello. Somehow, another the caller um, she dropped off. I'm not sure what happened. Hello. Yep, it's just me and you, bro. I guess she uh, she must have hit something. Went off the line for a second. Okay, okay, uh, you might have to text her and say she fell off the line, um, because she's out of the studio. I don't know what happened All right, let me see Yes, yeah, she must have momentarily dropped off the line there for a second and um
1: Glory to God. <laughs>
2: Amen. See that's what happens when you're talking to you That's What happens?
1: <laughs> okay. Mister Simmons, go ahead.
0: So no, I was saying, just, uh, you know. Um,
1: go ahead. Go ahead, Mister Simmons. Are you still there? Are you still there, Sister Berger? I am. I am. Okay. He wanted. To, he wanted to come in on a comment
0: there,
2: and uh, okay, give right
1: to
0: answer. Well, I mean, what the sister said is um, is is on point. I mean, it's something that um, over time I had to learn how to be more flexible. Not only more flexible, but I had to really kind of look at the word for what it said. Um, and, you know, the one thing that Jesus talked about a lot with the Pharisees, he confronted them and he said, okay, you guys are getting on me about basically calling me a drunkard or basically a party guy. I was just saying you're hanging out. He said, look at these people you're with, they're all sinners. If you knew what kind of people you, were, you wouldn't hang out with them and he he confronted himself, Okay, well hang on a second. He said, I'm not here to address the people who are well. He said, The physician is designed to meet the needs of those people who are sick. So, yeah, I'm gonna interact with these people because they, they need me. You know, what I mean they don't know the word. Um so there's no question that we have to you know, a lot of it's just we have to kind of almost put a hand over our eyes and go, Okay, well I can't I'm just have to keep my eyes and focus You know, uh, where it's supposed to be anyway, on this sister's face and eyes and just understand that she doesn't know. Because a lot of times the the realities are, whether you like it or not, a lot of people, they heard the word when they were kids. That word is a tether to them, but yet they go out and hit the club on Saturday. Now it's two, three o'clock in the morning. Well, they never go home. They get something to eat. They might, you know, wash up real quick and they come straight to church, eight o'clock service, looking like they've been at the club. The hope is, is that over time, <laughs> as they hear the word, I I did, that that, that word... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, Amen. But see, this is the point that our generation has been bad at. We have fronted like we weren't down. We did the same thing the older saints did to us. We've we kind of hidden the, the, the unsaved us, and like all we present people is how we are now after 10, 15, 20 years of the Lord buffing off our edges and still got more to go. So... We have to do that. The other thing too is what I found. What the sister said in a in a secular context. You know, you know I cover sports, so I went into cover the Hawks, and I would see a young guy come in, and um, he you know he come in with the you know with with his jacket on, uh, tatted up, have his, you know just a regular you know cap that we wear you know our little uh, winter cap to put on, and we didn't say too much. He'd say, "Hey man, how you doing?" Greeted, and one day um. I was, I had handed out a couple of daily words, the daily bread. And he said to me, Hey man, can I have one of those? And I was stunned. I was like, Oh yeah, here you go. Unbeknownst to me, this young man was, was in, in his, he was in his early stages of his walk. Well, guess what happened? This same young man that I used to see come with the tats, jeans on, you know, he was, he was a sanctuary reporter, but this is how he came in. After about a month or two, one day, Apparently what looked to be the same guy Came in the door He had no hat on He had a, a, a jacket on But as he open the jacket. He had a shirt and tie on And he had a close haircut And I looked at him I said I see you He said man, I'm, I'm following you I'm following your, 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 I'm following your way OG That told me
2: That oh. I knew
0: it, It's not what you say so much But how you go about your business And what this yes. young man was trying yes. to say To me was even though I got a hip-hop blog that's got 10 times more followers than you got in your game because of the way you conduct your business. ain't got nothing to do with me, but the Lord, the Lord said, hey, if you go on and talk to any of these guys to interact with me as a sportscaster, my nickname is Rev because they know. That's Minister mm-hmm. Jonathan Simmons. Even though he's a sportscaster, he's a funny guy, this is still we believe to be a man of God by the way he goes about his business. And that's what the sister, I think, is trying to say. We have to, we have to begin to actually be what Peter said. We have to be a living epistle. We can't just be talking all the time. It's got to be something where the people
2: Amen. see yeah. the word
0: of God in activity in our lives. Now, this, Like I said, I'm sure this is a very nice looking woman, but she, in her mind, she's thinking, even though I'm in fashion, even though I'm nice looking, I have to present myself in a way that I am still being true to the woman of God that I am. It, it does all the other stuff is like, like she was talking about Nick Cannon. Whether you agree or not agree, the thing that makes you a person of integrity, if you say, you know what, even I'm out here in the middle of the ocean, do stand by this my word. What I believe uh-huh. to be true. I'm going to stand on this thing. Mm-hmm. And I know from a guy who's had to retreat a lot of times, like, Lord, I'm too far in the ocean. I'm backing up. It, it's better to take the heat and be true to yourself. Excuse me, again, and be true to your God than to. Say I'm going to do something else That's what he said about Moses It said that Moses forsook all of Egypt Everything Moses was in line to be Pharaoh He said I can't do it Because I am A child of God And therefore I have to go to my people Because God has told me You're not going to be able to lead your people From the inside of the king's house You got to come out Moses Out to comfort Out all that stuff And you got to go here with these slave people and you got to go out here in the weeds in the back till you old and broke down. At least you think you're old broke down, and then I'm going to use you. That's how mm-hmm. God works. God doesn't work the way we work. He, he works. He, he's, he's a God. It's funny because we always say, we talk about the, quote, unquote, Christianity being conservative. Actually, it's the exact opposite. God has always worked in the counterculture. You know, Jesus was a counter to the culture. You told me that before, brother. You said, hey, all, his enemies mm-hmm. were not the people on the outside, but was the Pharisees, the quote-unquote religious institution. So that's what we're always up against. Mm-hmm. We're, the, 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 we're the counterculture, not the other people. <laughs> I'm sorry to talk so much. That's all I got to say about that.
2: Thank you. Um, I, I agree with you as well. Thank you.
0: So, 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 so my
1: sister, what – what 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 do you guys say about the fashion in this church today? I mean, I mean, you know, the, coming in there with the with the with the with the skirts that's tight fitting, where you can see all the out all the outlines of the of the body, you know, all these things that's going on. You know, I remember back in the oh, back in the day when you went inside and of the Luther, Holy did, church, yeah, they, would the co-
2: they would they to... would cover
1: you up. They were cover They wouldn't even exactly. let you come inside the church like. that.
2: Exactly. And so we have to understand that we come for the Word of God, not for um, other things, to focus on other things. Again, that's a distraction. Um, The enemy comes to distract. You have to understand know what distraction is. So if you're coming Mm -hmm. for the Word of God, to be fed the Word of God, then you come for the Word of God. Nothing else should distract you. Yeah, it's wrong. Yeah, we know that. But again, I think the mothers in the church should come and cover them.
0: That's the problem. Well, that's well, your problem right there, well, sister. You just hit the mother mode. The problem is the new dispensation is as we push to say 50s, the new 40, 60, I mean, 60s, the new 40, 50s, the new 30, the women that normally transition into the mother's board, they still trying to get dudes to get to holler at them. And I'm just trying to be funny, but that's, that's <laughs> you, you, yeah, I tell people right now, I know some beautiful women who are grandmother, and I tell them only half jokingly, Back when all the I well, down to, no we're down to, to the like last
1: you. 60 seconds, Minister Simmons. We're down to the last oh, 60 seconds. Go ahead. Okay.
0: But that's all. Well, yes, we need well, our
1: mother's well, back. We need that. Well, I, I need my sister to give her, to give her name, give her uh, uh, contact information, how people can reach him. And, and, uh, and, and we have to get you to come back on the show with us again. Uh, can you give out your contact information?
2: Yes, definitely. Um, my name is again is Anisa Perkins. It's spelled A N E E S A H Perkins P E R K I N S. Um, you can definitely find me at Arthur A U T H O R A N E E S A H P E R T I N S at gmail dot com. You can email me um, and uh, find me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook under Anisa Perkins.
1: Okay. All right, this is the whole truth, nothing but the truth radio broadcast, and we coming to you live with nothing but the whole truth. Peace and blessing.
0: In order to be free, you have to know the truth. Pastor Lionel Gant seeks to use the truth of God's word to help stop the tide of violence and mass incarceration used to enslave people all across this nation.